Greetings. Welcome to this Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I'm your host for this podcast series, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. Communicating accurately and effectively with each other remains a challenge for most of us. One complication is that there is no one-size-fits-all for us to use as a model. With so many individualized transactions taking place in our world each day and with different people, the developing of effective ways to accurately communicate remains difficult. Should we give up due to this complexity? I would encourage any listener to avoid taking that path. Should one wait until they understand how to accurately and effectively communicate with all people before they seek to implement communication knowledge? Again, I would encourage a listener to avoid that burden of perfectionism. Waiting until one has perfected his or her style of communicating with others is almost a guarantee that no knowledge will be sought and no learning will be implemented. And I believe it is an invitation to be frustrated. Waiting for yourself or other people to learn perfectly how to accurately and effectively to communicate is a way for one to use the defense mechanisms that we have to protect our psyche or to do nothing. I have found that waiting for other people to change to meet my expectations is almost a guarantee of developing frustration in thoughts and feelings. Freeing ourselves of the burdens of perfectionism and not being willing to do nothing until the rest of the world gets itself together, we are left with one area where you and I do have some control over our communication efforts. We can learn information and we can experiment with various ways for our own personal world. Focus on our own area of life may have more value in effectively communicating with many persons. One idea to be considered is learning the difference between describing behavior and the process of interpreting it. When we tend to mix the two in the same sentence or thought, we may be sending what can be called a mixed message. For example, one can describe a behavior that might appear the same to almost anyone who sees it. You carried out the trash this morning. This sentence describes that the trash was removed by an individual from some site this morning. If there were other people present, the odds are that they would make the same observation. They would agree that this description of a behavior is accurate and they would effectively communicate what took place. If all communication could be visually descriptive in nature as this example is, there would be lots of accurate and effective communication taking place in our world. Communicating with others might even be easy. 
using only descriptions would lack the personalized process of interpretation that adds interest and personal color to what is exchanged with others. We move on to the individual process that you and I use to make communication individualized and to make it more about us. We use our individualized life history, our individualized values and beliefs to interpret behavior. This tends to be true whether it is us talking to ourselves in self-talk or communicating with another. Understanding the interpretation aspect of communication is usually more about coming face-to-face with the guideline, different strokes for different folks. Individuals are unique in their history, and their past tends to encourage them to be persons who respond differently to different interpretations. While each of us may see or hear the same thing, we often filter that through our own unique personhood to convey to others what it means. The interpretive behavior adds the color of our own personal personality. It also takes on the strong probability that different persons will perceive it differently. We've learned by now that differences can encourage the development of conflict. We may agree that an individual removed the trash, But what interpretation do we each choose to add to the objective, descriptive behavior? I might say something like, it's about time you did that. Or one could say or think, taking out the trash shows that you are growing up and acting responsible. Another person might say or think, why not follow that behavior by cleaning the windows so that you are fully earning the money I am paying you? A fourth person might say or think, taking out the trash was a kind and thoughtful gift to give your family. It is the interpretation that we add to a descriptive phrase that conveys our own unique attitudes, thoughts, and feelings. If we wish to make some changes in how we see our world, reviewing and restructuring our interpretations can be a very fertile place to begin the process. The choice of words we use can be only one way we communicate with other people. The words we choose to use are important, but there are also additional ways for us to convey our interpretations. We all tend to use some form of body language to convey our thoughts and feelings. Just like the words that we choose to use, Various physical forms of body language can convey different messages to different people. The variety of using body language is practically endless. There are so many ways to implement physical contact when interacting with others. Shaking hands or other touching can convey so much when we are attentive. Giving and receiving body hugs can convey thoughts and feelings that actually have no verbal equivalent. Like words, interpretation of body language is varied. Understanding others with the accurate meaning of various types of body language is frequently a lifelong challenge. A major mistake, I believe, would be to assume that body language is not a method we use in communicating with others. 
Learning about the various uses of body language gives us additional tools for accurately and effectively communicating with other people. One additional area of better understanding the interpretive aspects of communicating can be to learn more about the use of language tone. Listening to the inflective tone of speech can add many dimensions to what is being communicated. It can be so different from the reading of just words. An example I shall use is a sentence that I learned a long time ago while demonstrating this concept in an attitude workshop. Stating the sentence in a flat, adult-level tone is one way. Adding tone inflections can certainly alternate the meaning in significant ways like the following. First, the sentence. I did not say he stole my money. Straight and to the point when stated in this manner. I did not say he stole the money. Now, let us add some inflective voice tone flavoring to make it more interpretive. I did not say he stole the money. 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 We have five different possible interpretations with the same sentence by altering the voice tone. And this is only one example that we can add to our interpretation to what we say or verbally interact with each other. It can be easier to better understand from these few examples why communicating accurately and effectively with each other is a constant challenge for most of us. It is my belief that we do not manage to fully understand all of the full ramifications of our communication tools during this one lifetime. Hopefully, we learn what works best for us in the time that you and I have available. Wellness psychology encourages us to learn as much as we are able about describing and interpreting behavior. This knowledge allows whatever communication we have with others to be more accurate and effective. We are also encouraged to remember that these same principles refer to our internal dialogue, the self-talk that we have with ourselves each and every day. Understanding our self-talk can be a key component of maintaining our mental health and positive self-image. I believe we each have the power of choice in the variety of ways and methods we use to communicate with others and ourselves. Hopefully, we are willing to give ourselves this power of choice as we learn and experiment with various ways of accurately and effectively communicating. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Thanks for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Your positive feedback sent by email is always appreciated. That email address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please join me next time as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I always encourage you to value 
and nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.